Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. You know, just Mar Pena and the first alert weather center. 43 degrees at Reagan National, 41 degrees, BWI Marshall, 40 degrees at Dallas. You're listening to WTOP, Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good morning. I'm Stephanie Gaines Bryant. Coming up, former First Lady Rosalind Carter has died at her home in Plains, Georgia, at the age of 96. One person is dead after a FedEx truck and a van collided on I-95 in Virginia. One man is dead and another on the run following a shooting at a hotel in Fairfax County. Arlington wants to know what residents think about drone use for public safety. I'm Sandy Kozell. How you can get free over-the-counter hearing devices. I'm Cheyenne Corrin. And in sports, the commanders lose to the Giants. It's 2 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Matt Piper. The Carter Center says services will be held next week for Rosalind Carter. The former First Lady died Sunday at the age of 96. Our Steve Kathan looks back on the Carter marriage that lasted 77 years. Rosalind Carter had a crush on her future husband before they even met, after she saw his photo in his sister's room. First time I had a date with him, I came home and mother said, you know, I like Jimmy, he has a nice smile. (laughs) So he's had a nice smile for a long time. They married a year later. The small-town girl from Georgia didn't plan on a public life, but that's what she got as Jimmy Carter moved into politics. She was known for sitting in on cabinet meetings and briefings. Doctors Without Borders medical coordinator Danny Thurthy says dozens of staff members and children have tried to escape a facility near Al-Shifa Hospital in Gaza, but were caught in the fighting. They came under direct targeted fire. Uh, Two of the cars were hit. And one of our staff members' relatives was killed and one was injured. Elon Musk posted on his platform X, formerly known as Twitter, that he is not an anti-Semitic. He writes, I wish only the best for humanity and a prosperous and exciting future for all. But that has not stopped more big companies from pulling advertising from the site. CBS's Astrid Martinez explains. On Wednesday, Musk liked the post on X that claimed Jewish communities have a dialectical hatred against whites. You have said the actual truth, Musk responded. Now he's promising a, quote, thermonuclear lawsuit against the media watchdog Media Matters for reporting that X has been placing ads next to pro-Nazi content. Reports out that Emmett Shear is the new interim CEO of OpenAI and that Sam Altman will not return. Its board is standing by its decision to force Altman out, saying he lost the trust of the board. This could move markets come morning. Microsoft is the biggest investor in OpenAI with a reported $13 billion committed. There is a goofy Thanksgiving tradition that's planned for Monday at the White House. Our Linda Kenyon's in Washington. It's a tradition that dates back to the days of President John F. Kennedy, as two lucky turkeys will be spared from the Thanksgiving dinner table. This year's turkeys come from Minnesota and will spend the night prior to the White House ceremony at the posh Willard Intercontinental Hotel. And they won't be in cages. They'll be enjoying the soft mattresses and other luxuries of their upscale hotel room. After the White House pardon, they'll be sent to a sanctuary or a farm, perhaps, to live out their days in comfortable rest and relaxation. 
This is CBS News. Make the hiring process work for you. With Indeed's end-to-end hiring solution, you can attract, interview, and hire candidates all from one place. Start at Indeed.com slash credits. It's 2.03, Monday, November 20th, 2023. The high today, 51. morning. I'm Stephanie Gaines Bryant. The top local stories we're following this hour. A man is dead following a crash involving a FedEx truck in Prince William County. It happened around 5 Sunday morning. Virginia State Police responded to a crash between a FedEx truck and a sedan in the southbound lanes of I-95 at the 156 mile marker near Dale City. Investigators determined that after the vehicle collided, the truck struck a pillar causing the trailer to open and lose its contents. The man driving the truck died at the scene, but the driver of the sedan fled the area while being treated by EMS. State police are following up on several leads regarding his location. It's not clear at this time what led to the initial collision. There's an update on the early Sunday morning shooting that left a Maryland man dead at a hotel in Fairfax County and a suspect on the run. Police responded just before 1245 Sunday morning in the Falls Church Marriott Fairview Park near the Beltway and Arlington Boulevard. When they arrived, they found 44-year-old Charles Anthony Ash Jr. near the hotel's elevator with a gunshot wound to the upper body. He was taken to a local hospital hospital where he later died. Police say that they're looking for 43-year-old Hyatt Van Vo, who is charged with second-degree murder and other charges. Investigators believe Ash entered a room where Vo and four other people were and that Vo shot Ash there. Ash was apparently able to make it out of the room and as far as the elevator with help from some friends who heard the gunshots. Vo was apparently able to get away from the hotel tell. Detectives found evidence of narcotics in the room and they say it appears that Ash and Vo know each other. Arlington County is seeking community feedback on drone use by its public safety departments. The Arlington County Fire, Police and Public Safety Departments and the Sheriff's Office are developing a joint program for the official use of unmanned aircraft systems, or as most people call them, drones. The idea is to enhance Arlington's ability to respond to public safety and emergency incidents by deploying drones. Department proposals say the drones would be used for situational awareness of public safety incidents, search and rescue operations, and evidence collection as allowed by state and federal regulations. Comments must be provided by January 1st. Sandy Kozell, WTOP News. Any hearing loss can affect people at any age. If you're experiencing hearing loss, Montgomery County is now offering free hearing aids and personal sound amplifiers to folks who qualify. In order to qualify for free over-the-counter hearing aids in Montgomery County, you have to be 60 years or older, have mild to moderate hearing loss, and meet the income guidelines. The county is able to offer these devices through a program with the help of nonprofit access hears and the American Rescue Act. 
Usually, over-the-counter hearing aids are $220, so the program aims to reduce the cost barrier. The devices will be given out on a first-come, first-served basis. More information can be found on our website, WTOP.com. Cheyenne Corrent, WTOP News. Thanksgiving is all about eating well, but it's also about being grateful, and what better way to show your gratitude than to give back to the community and sweat off some of those calories. There are turkey trots all over the D.C. area this holiday weekend. Here are just a few. In D.C. on Thanksgiving morning, there's the annual Trot for Hunger 5K. It kicks off from Freedom Plaza. Registration is $65. Proceeds go towards helping to feed D.C. families in need. Also on Thanksgiving morning, you can run for free in Cabin John. Organizers are asking people to donate non-perishable grocery items. In Northern Virginia, you can run five miles through Alexandria Thursday morning, and you can bring food donations on race day as well. Now, if you want to burn off that turkey Saturday morning, there's the Thanksgiving Stuffing Stomp 5K and 10K at Haynes Point in D.C. Some of the proceeds go towards helping a local pit bull rescue and sanctuary. Shane S. Doolin, WTOP News. To find out more about the trots, go to WTOP.com. Coming up after traffic and weather. Before you take out a mortgage, make sure that you understand the different types of mortgage points. I'm Greg McBride, and I'll tell you more coming up. It's 208. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Sons. Traffic and weather on the 8th to Ken Berger in the WTOP Traffic Center. Maryland at the Bay Bridge, where the overnight work zone on the eastbound span has ended. The lanes are now open, going from Sandy Point to Kent Island. However, on the westbound span, still that far right lane only is open as they discontinue the two-way operations on the westbound span. So as the evening or the morning progresses, you'll find those lanes reopen. But right now, again, it's just the far right lane open. The two left lanes are closed on the westbound span, but at a very late volume of traffic between the two shores. So there are no major delays. In Prince George's County for the emergency work zone, northbound 201 between Pontiac Street and Cherrywood Lane. It's the left lane that is blocked. Also in Prince George's County, southbound 1 between Farragut Street and Wallace Road, left lane closed. Westbound 410, right lane blocked between Mustang Avenue and 201. Then eastbound US 50, left lane closed between Martin Luther King Jr. Highway and the city county line near Fort Lincoln Drive. Go electric to Fitzway. Looking for an electric car? Try the new Subaru Solterra the Hyundai Ioniq, or the Toyota BZ4X. State and federal incentives available. Go electric at fitzmall.com. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Now to 7 News First Alert, meteorologist Mark Pena. Temperatures are on the cold side this morning with 20s to low 30s to start your day, so bundle up and keep those coats handy. We're not warming up much. Highs will be in the low 50s today. We're also going to see a bit of some sunshine to start, but uh, later on, clouds increase ahead of our next storm system, which looks to pack quite a punch as soon as tomorrow. Rainfall increases from the west and will be a bit of a washout through the entire day tomorrow. Rainfall amounts look to be around 1 to 2 inches, highs in the low 50s, and east winds around 10 to 20 miles an hour. I'm 7 News being Aldous Marpina and the First Alert Weather Center. 44 degrees outside the WTOP studios brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Long Fence com Money news at 10 and 40 past the hour. Here's Greg McBride. When it's time to take out a mortgage, the lender may charge you points. 
This is a Bankrate.com Personal Finance Minute. Whether you're buying a house or refinancing an existing home, you should be familiar with the concept of mortgage points. A point is a fee equal to 1% of the mortgage amount. There are essentially two kinds of mortgage points, origination points and discount points. Origination points cover the lender's cost of processing the loan. They're a way to pay closing costs and they're negotiable. Keep in mind that lenders may use different terms for origination points, such as origination fee or maximum loan charges. Discount points are actually prepaid interest on the mortgage loan and serve as a way to buy down your interest rate. Borrowers usually can pay from zero to several points depending on how much they want to reduce their rate. Deciding whether to pay discount points depends largely on two factors, how long you plan to stay in the home and the amount of cash you can spare at closing. If you're planning to move or refinance in a few years, paying points to buy down the rate will not pay off. I'm Greg McBride. Coming up on WTOP, we'll talk about the legacy of former First Lady Rosalind Carter. It's 2-11. If you or somebody you know is in a mental health crisis, what can you do? You can call 988 because this new number is all about getting you immediate help for mental health distress. With Virginia's 988 service, you can talk to a trained crisis worker 24-7. They can help you stabilize and connect you with any other care you might need. Now, if you need help from an ambulance, police, or firefighters, call 911. But for a mental health emergency, call 988. Virginia is here to help. Blind? Low vision? Eyesight changing? You are not alone. Connecting with blind and low vision people can provide support and expand your understanding of what is possible. We are making our own choices every day, but we are also stronger together. To learn more, visit us on the web at blind.org. The National Federation of the Blind. Live the life you want. Feeling overlooked by your business bank? Treated like another number in a sea of digits? At Capital Bank, we see beyond the numbers. We see the drive behind each business. While others are pulling back, we're pushing ahead, providing businesses with the loans and lines of credit they need to thrive. Capital Bank, turning ifs and buts into plans and profits. We're not just in your zip code, we're in your corner. CapitalBankMD.com, member FDIC. Flooded vehicles from recent hurricanes will be flooding the used car market, so buyer beware. If you're in the market for a used vehicle, be on the lookout for flood damage and make sure you have a qualified mechanic inspect it before you buy. The free VIN check service from the National Insurance Crime Bureau is a good place to start. Head over to NICB.org to check it out. To report fraud, call us at 1-800-TELL-NICB. This is a public service message from the National Insurance Crime Bureau. Coming up. How in the world did the Commanders lose to the Giants? Uh, Turnovers. Sports in 10 minutes on WTOP. Question, what will you find on all over-the-counter or OTC medicine packages to help you choose the right drug and use it safely? The answer, the drug facts label. This label lists the medicine's active ingredients and purpose, how much to take, and warnings you should know before using it. Remember, even OTC medicines you buy without a prescription can cause side effects you don't want. So follow the information listed on the drug facts label. For more information, visit FDA.gov slash drug facts label. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. Your car donation to Vehicles for Change is worth way more than just a tax deduction. Vehicles for Change repairs and provides cars to worthy families so they may gain and maintain a job. Most of our recipients are single mothers with small children. It is virtually impossible for them to navigate life without a car. 
In addition, we train individuals returning from prison to be auto mechanics. If you have a car to donate, please donate to Vehicles for Change at vehiclesforchange.org. Your car will be transformational for a local family. This is the story of the man who didn't know. I didn't know. He didn't check in with WTOP, so he didn't hear the latest. Oh, I didn't know. He didn't think that things could change that quickly. The news, the weather, the traffic. So he didn't do anything. I didn't know. He could check in with WTOP two, three, four times a day. Then he would know. WTOP News. Facts matter. This is WTOP News. It's 2.15. I'm Stephanie Gaines Bryant. Thanks for being with us. If former First Lady Rosalind Carter, the wife of former President Jimmy Carter, has died, the Carter Center in Atlanta announced she died Sunday afternoon at her home in Plains, Georgia, with her family by her side. The Carters were married for 77 years, since 1947. But as Paul Brandis, an author of several books on the White House and the presidency, says, the couple met long before that. Way back in August 1927, if you can believe that, the president's mother, Miss Lillian Carter, she was a neighbor and a nurse who delivered Rosalind. She actually brought Jimmy, who was then all of three years old, to meet the new baby. I don't think either one of them remember that, but it's incredible just how far back those two actually go. Rosalind Carter was 96 years old. If you've got a list of home repairs longer than a nine-year-old's Christmas list and you're low in, a low-income homeowner in Montgomery County, help may be right around the corner. A Montgomery County nonprofit is helping low-income homeowners with home repairs and accessibility modifications. Our goal is to preserve the affordable housing in Montgomery County and keep people in their homes. The, their home is their biggest asset. Maury Peterson is the executive director of Rebuilding Together Montgomery County. We run into folks that have literally had decades of deferred maintenance. They help with a variety of repairs from leaky roofs to broken toilets and sinks at no cost to the homeowner. We're also seeing a lot of seniors as they try to age in place. Stephanie Gaines Bryant, WTOP News. This is part of our continuing coverage of people making a difference in our community. To find out more, go to WTOP.com. The COVID-19 pandemic continues to fade in the rearview mirror, but the economic impact is still draining some people's wallets. Loudoun County is opening an emergency relief program to help residents who are facing eviction as the weather grows colder. Applications for Loudoun County's emergency eviction assistance program are available starting Monday, November 20. Residents can complete the online pre-screening form through the nonprofit Loudoun Cares. The program is for county residents renters with a current lease who have also received an eviction notice. They must earn less than 80% of the area median income and must be impacted by lingering COVID-19 related factors. Loudoun County has assigned $500,000 from the American Rescue Plan for rent assistance and eviction related costs. The application window is open until January 31, 2024 or sooner if funds run out. Liz Anderson, WTOP News. A quick look at the top stories we're working on at WTOP. Tributes are pouring in after the passing of former First Lady Rosalind Carter. Keep it here for full details on these stories in the minutes ahead. 
traffic and weather on the 8th to Ken Berger in the WTOP Traffic Center. Stephanie at the Bay Bridge on the westbound span. The two right lanes now open, and they have moved the barrels out of that far left lane on the westbound span. So that should be open in just a few minutes. The two lanes on the eastbound span are already open. So you've got uh, two lanes either direction, with the third lane going eastbound to be open in just a little bit. There is no congestion between Kent Island and Sandy Point. Very light volume of traffic. And then Route 50 in Maryland between the Bay Bridge and the Capitol Beltway running without major delay. All lanes are open. And no reported accidents or work zones except for the eastbound side where the left lane is closed between Martin Luther King Jr. Highway and the city county line near Fort Lincoln Drive in Washington. Also watch out for the emergency work zone northbound 201 in Prince George's County between Pontiac Street and Cherrywood Lane. It's the left lane that is blocked. U.S. 1 southbound between Farragut Street and Wallace Road, left lane closed. And 410 westbound, it's the right lane blocked between Mustang Drive and 201 in Virginia. A good-looking ride on 66 in either direction between the Beltway and Haymarket with no major work zones currently outside the Beltway. Inside the Beltway, just that one work zone. It's over by US-29 and Roslyn, where the right lane is blocked. Jane's the OSINT agency, improving global security through trusted intelligence, giving you the most assured most assured defense data for your organization. Find out more at Jane's.com. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Now to 7 News First Alert meteorologist Mark Pena. Bundle up as you're heading outside this morning. It's a cold one. We got temperatures in the 20s to low 30s across our region, so grab the jackets and keep them handy. We're not really warming up much today with highs only in the low 50s with increasing clouds ahead of our next storm system. Now, today's the quiet day. Tomorrow will be the impactful day as the storm system makes its way through our area. We're expecting widespread rain for much of the day. Rainfall amounts will be around 1 to 2 inches, even 2 and a half inches in some areas. Winds will be out of the east around 10 to 20 miles an hour and highs will only be in the upper 40s to low 50s. Good news is that this is out of here by Wednesday. So good news for travel plans on Wednesday and Thanksgiving Day looking pretty fantastic. Highs in the low 50s with lots of sunshine. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Mark Pena and the First Alert Weather Center. 42 degrees Georgetown, 36 degrees in Bowie. Coming up, a bus crash in Montgomery County leaves five people hospitalized. It's 220. As veterans, we're no strangers to helping others. It's what we were taught, trained, and told to do. It could be for anything. Helping a friend move. Listening to a fellow veteran for hours at any hour of the day. Or just simply making time for people. A neighbor, a loved one, or even a stranger. We're often the first to help others. There's no question about it. But we do have one question for the veterans listening. When is the last time you reached out for help? Perhaps it's time to do for yourself what you would do for others. If you or someone you know needs resources, whether it's for stress, finances, employment, or mental health, don't wait. Reach out. Find more information at va.gov reach. That's va.gov reach. Brought to you by the United States Department of Veterans Affairs and the Ad Council. Traffic takes a turn for the worse. You'll hear about it first on WTOP. Northbound 95 has been shut down in Maryland. Traffic updates every 10 minutes on the 8s. I heard it on WTOP. WTOP News. Facts matter.
This is WTOP News. It's 2.22. Five people are in the hospital after a crash involving a bus in Montgomery County. Police say it happened just before 8 p.m. Sunday in the area of Lay Hill Road and Belpre Road in Aspen Hill. They say the crash involved a ride-on bus and a car. Five people in total were hospitalized with non-life-threatening injuries. Two of them were on the bus and three were in the car. One of the victims was 16 years old. It's unknown what led up to the crash at this time. Campaign 2024 on WTOP. Virginia Democrats are stoked after flipping the House of Delegates earlier this month, and they're now gearing up for next year. Several are looking ahead to next year's congressional elections, where they hope to hang on to some key seats in Northern Virginia. That includes the 7th District, which Representative Abigail Spanberger is giving up to run for governor. Julia Manchester, national politics reporter for The Hill, joined WTOP with more. What's interesting is that the 2nd and 7th congressional districts are really the closest Virginia will have to to toss up races next cycle. You know, you've heard about the 10th congressional district in the past. However, after redistricting in early 2022, late 2021, we saw that a lot more of these districts became even more red or more blue. So we're mainly looking at the 2nd and 7th congressional districts, but the 10th congressional district, because it is slightly swingy, could get some play as well. The 10th District is currently represented by Democrat Jennifer Wexton, who plans to retire in 2025 after being diagnosed with progressive supranuclear palsy. Meanwhile, Senator Scott Suravel, who represents Fairfax County, was elected by members of his party to be the Senate's new majority leader. He tells WTOP's Nick Ionelli he'll likely push for a constitutional amendment on abortion. Abortion played a major role in the election, but it's not over. Virginia's new Senate Majority Leader Scott Suravel tells WTOP he'd support a state constitutional amendment that would guarantee a woman's right to an abortion. I don't think there's any question that the House and the Senate are going to hopefully pass resolutions to put a woman's right to make her own health care decisions into the Constitution of Virginia. The resolution would need to pass in both the House and Senate during two separate legislative sessions. Then it would need to be approved by voters. It's a long and complicated process. So will Serval get to work on that right away? We haven't had a real chance to talk about it as a caucus or talk to the House of Delegates about it. And I think it would have to be a joint decision. And right now we're just getting organized. But anything's possible. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Now to Frank Hanrahan. Hard to argue, but the commanders have hit rock bottom on this season. Dropped to four and seven after another loss to the Giants. This time 31-19 at FedEx Field. The commanders turned the ball over an unbelievable six times. Sam Howell, the commander's quarterback, threw three interceptions. I mean, when you when you turn the ball over that many times, you're not going to win games. Um, and, you know, it starts with me. I got to do a better job taking care of the football. You know, I didn't. I didn't give my team a chance to win today. We all just got to be better. Have to be better if they want to make any sort of late-season push for the uh, playoffs, which uh, right now seems like a dream. Commanders 4-7 and seven visit Dallas on Thanksgiving. Dallas beating Carolina.